Hi, this is 20s Converse with Wale and Toby, a conversation between two age-old friends about life, the world, and everything in between. On this episode, we spoke about the problem with men, particularly the cost of masculinity to us men. Masculinity has historically been about the three Ps, protection, provision, and procreation. The more you protect, the more you provide, the more offspring you sire, the more of a man you apparently are. The major question in conversation on this nature seemed to be to what extent is masculinity biologically or socially influenced? On the other hand, standards of manliness seem to differ across cultures and historical periods. Trace traditionally viewed as masculine across Western societies include things like strength, courage, independence, leadership, and assertiveness. But where does that leave things like gentleness, empathy, and sensitivity? And how does society tend to treat men that explore that spectrum of their personality? This tends to be a very controversial topic leading to a lot of ruffled feathers. But it's a conversation that needs to be had, not just now, but every day. And so Wale and I decided to talk about it. We kick things off trying to discover the differences, if any, between masculinity and manliness. Yes. Do you think there's a difference between um, masculinity and manliness, right? You know, do those two different things. Honestly, I forgot I forgot that word existed until I saw the notes you put. So I yeah. forgot manliness existed. Mm-hmm. I think manliness is just um socially defined, as you said. So, you know, if if you don't if if if, if you don't watch football, you're not manly, or if you don't if, if you don't drive a truck or whatever, you're not manly. Mm-hmm. You know. Whereas masculinity is probably linked more to biology. Okay. So I'm differentiating that from a from an English standpoint anyway. Yeah. All right. So in that context, I think that's different. So one is probably more socially defined. One is more of a biology, although mm. both could be intertwined and both yeah. probably are intertwined. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, like, um, I guess when I was check- trying to check out the definition, some definitions actually um, describe them as the same thing. Um, right. You know, like uh, manliness is masculinity, blah, blah, blah. Masculinity is the state of being manly. Um, mm. But, but, I think one thing that I saw that I guess was a bit um, interesting was that they described um, masculinity as the degree of manliness, right? So mm. um, I guess that's like saying that, you know, the extent to which you're masculine or, or exhibit masculinity, it depends on how many traits, you know, mm. <laughs> people ask me for ask, ask this. <laughs> I'm looking at the comments and nobody's even fine. We'll get right into it. So, 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 if you look at what we just spoke about, right? We said yeah. trad- traditional masculinity is you yeah. know you being able to provide, you being able to have sex with many women, you being able to have children and protect your family, mm-hmm. right? And then obviously, as as the world became more advanced, we started having traits that should revolve around. You've been able to hide your emotions, you know. Mm-hmm. You've been um, um, you've been able to look tough, be a bad guy, um, mm-hmm. and you've been able you've been able to you know be strong, you know, or rather portray violence on those who might come against you. Yeah. Just the act, the act of dominance, right? And and obviously that has like two problems because one, it it requires men to measure themselves on a measure that would always keep increasing. On a measure that is outside their own control. Yeah. Right. So if you're if you're saying that you know you have to look at yourself based on how how much dominant you are against other men, or 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 how, or how much you can um, suppress your emotions in certain issues, then at some point there's things that you can't control. Yeah. That, you know, if you suppress your emotions for a long time, you're gonna get fucked up. Oh, yeah. So again, <laughs> one one. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you're gonna get messed up, right? And, and, and I think the second issue is that today things have changed so much 
in the sense that many many things that made men tick pop back in the day, I don't I don't need that anymore. Yeah. Right. So if if you look at just the economy itself, yeah. a, a lot of things that before men could only do, women can do it now. Right. Yeah. So we don't need that anymore. If you look at um, you know, things like invasion wars, wars are not things that happen every day. Yeah. Right. Wars are once in a century kind of thing. So that's not necessary. So now the problem with that is if if you keep that 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 old standard of being a man being able to you know go to war protect mm-hmm. you know fight you know hide mm-hmm. your emotions and the world right now is more beyond that if society is still portraying those standards on you then it, it yeah. means that it means that your measurement of your self worth is on something that is probably outside yeah your mm-hmm. control something mm-hmm. that is probably beyond your own yeah you know measurement metric and yeah. then that just leaves you frustrated because you can't meet it right mm. you cannot you cannot meet it so and that frustration just leads to you know people being angry people yeah. and requiring respect for no reason people mm. you know taking that lack of respect into violence yeah you yeah. know so i think so i think those two actually make up the um, the hidden costs if i say i think when it comes to hidden costs i think um so i grew up i grew up in a house with, with a lot of women and i think that just really helped change my I guess natural dispositions to, to certain things, right? Mm. Because for whatever reason, boys that grow up around, you know, a lot of like heavy um, impressions from men tend to feel like the only way to solve their problems is by being tough. You get, you know, I would, I would, I would say that with, with a lot of caution. Okay. Okay. Cool. Because no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the reason I'm saying that is because you know a boy falls down and he's crying. Like, think of it. When 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 a, a guy that is under like three or four falls down and he's crying, the natural thing is to say, "Yeah, stop crying now. Be a big boy." Yeah, when it, yeah. If a girl gets injured, like a small girl gets injured, I honestly, I'm trying to think about it, and I don't think I've ever heard the phrase "stop crying, be a big girl." Like in that sense, I might be overgeneralizing like pretty fast, like pretty extreme, and I'm and I you know put that caution out there but i just feel like you know growing up there was just certain things that didn't feel i guess like manly enough or like you know big mm. boys don't cry mm. things like that and all of that but you're going to say something right just to, to no to i was going i was going to say that i mean i do agree with that but you know people who make those slanders yeah it's it's, it's not only about growing up in a you can grow up you, you can grow up in a woman's only house and still mm. face that Mm. right you can grow up in a in a house of adjustment and still face that yeah right yeah. so a lot of it obviously has to be growing up yeah but those standards those conditions in society the cultural impasses is yeah. from people that you grew up with yeah and obviously there's a degree to the point where if you grow up without a, a man in your life yeah you're, you're more likely to behave a certain way or yeah. rather avoid certain things yeah yeah but obviously i think i think that has that depends on the culture society mm. many many mm. things right mm. so, so that's what so that was my point when i said you know when you said what you said just like say that with caution so, um but so maybe moving on to the friendship thing right um and i'm asking i think the context of this question is um as as young boys growing up you know i'm pretty sure like in primary school there were guys that you called your best friend and all of those things but as you tend to grow older conversations about guys and best friends tend to you know dwindle yeah. away you yeah, get, it's a bit wonky, you, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, I remember, like, and I'm guilty of this as well in a certain way. Because I remember, like, in primary school, there were, like, two guys that were, like, you know, my best friends and all of those things. Uh, 
But as I've grown up, I'm like, yeah, I have I have homies, right? Like, it's not exactly like best friends. Yeah. <laughs> you change the phrase to make it feel better. You change the phrase, like, you know, to feel more you know, like, like... It's not like, best like, friend. And then the funny thing is, like, some babes will ask you, like, oh, is he your best friend? Like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's like... I haven't, I haven't got a best friend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. So, you, you know, mean. so did you think you have... Maybe a twist of the question. Do you, do you have any male friendships that display a level of intimacy, right? Like, um, beyond the top of the level, hey, bro, how far, and all of those things. Like, are there... Do you have any male friendships where things are shared and where, like, you know, you can be vulnerable and things like that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think... Um, I think I do. I think I do. If 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 anything, I think like we all my guy friends, if I'm feeling a certain way about something, yeah. right? Yeah. Maybe something that just happened to them happened to me. I've yeah. never I've never ever found myself in a position where I have shied away from expressing my vulnerabilities to my guy friends. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. never. Yeah. I mean, I mean it I mean I mean it's a different language. Mm-hmm. But the thing with we guys, I think when if some for example, if you're going through something and something is tough, like the certain things that I would say to a guy that you know that okay, yo, bro, this guy's like, yeah. Right, but yeah. but <laughs> I love you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. but but if you say that to a girl, for for example, you might need to go deeper into what you're talking about and yeah. to express how you're feeling. Yeah. So yeah, I think just answer that, yeah, I, I do express I do have friends that I express that vulnerable word to. There's a thread on, on Twitter about how guys don't G-check themselves, right? In, in, in the sense that... So the, the, the narrative was that um, for guys, like if you see your, your guy friend doing something like not right, mm-hmm. um, you don't call the person out. Like you're just like... Hey, bro, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, get, yeah, that, yeah. That sort of yeah. thing. And, you know, on my own part, like it's not, it's not been my story. Like, like it's 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 not been my story. What's that the last thing? Oh my god! Like, it's it's not been my own story, but I I do see it around where you know there are certain guys that just their silence reinforces certain behaviors that their friends sort of like um you know display, right? Yeah. What, what what do you have to say about that? I mean, I think that's just the, the sports culture, isn't it? Like, men don't want to call each other out. It's as simple as that. I think I think it's it's just this sports culture. Like 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 you see a guy doing something, you protect him from doing it. From I mean, you protect him from from, from being, being exposed, yeah. being caught. Yeah. So that doesn't surprise me in any way. I think mm. I think that that manifests everywhere, from work, sports to to everything. Like like even as a kid, even when you're growing up. I mean, okay, I don't have brothers, but I can imagine if yeah. I grew up with a brother, mm. and 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 maybe I did something wrong at home that I should not have done. Yeah. My brother, my brother will cover for me in a different way than my sister as well. Mm, 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 you get, mm. you get. So I, so, so I think there is, obviously, I think there, there are extremes where, you know, men don't, call, men, men don't call out themselves for reasons that they should because they think, you know, this is okay. The bro code, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah but yeah. but bro code has its limits, which, mm. which some guys don't realize or some guys yeah. probably yeah. themselves, that, that offense that their friend has done, they can probably do it as well. Mm, mm, right mm, true so true. it is like that and 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 with guys here there is this there is this there's just there's this idea of we understand authority and hierarchy and dominance in a weird way and, mm. and, and i say that because as a guy here you know if you're if you're if you're, if you're, if you're setting certain for example either school work whatever teams for whatever 
you would know the position in that in that in that group mm. without without mm. to say. It. So mm. you would know if mm. you're the alpha male, you know if 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 you're the guy who everyone listens to, you know if you're the guy in the middle, mm. right? And because every guy knows that, we don't speak about it, but we do know where we are, right? Mm. Mm. When someone, particularly when someone above us in that hierarchy, if that yeah. if that exists, does that kind of mm. thing. You keep quiet. Keep quiet. Mm. Mm. Right. Mm. So I think I think that idea of you know authority and dominance and accepting that, okay, yeah, somebody can be. You know, some guys obviously challenge that, and that's when they're in groups where groups clash. Maybe like your friend or your or your some guy on Instagram has boy car, you want to buy a bigger car, whatever. Yeah, that's different. I mean, like groups of people together yeah. who have a common purpose. Yeah, that's where that happens. So, why do you think there's a, or what do you think about the cultural push for, I guess, boys to go through a state of, um, you know, reducing their emotional sensitivity and that being a rite of passage to being a man. Right, like the, the essentially man up, right? You know that that, that whole man up kind of phrase. Mm. For example, Trump. For example, there've been rumors about Donald Trump that one of the reasons he doesn't want to wear, like he has made it the thing not to wear masks on TV because he thinks it will make him less powerful, like it will make him look stupid and oh, things like that. Like that's an extreme. That, that thing is is it's not extreme, bro. It is real. Over here, yeah, over here in the UK, yeah, over here in the UK, toxic masculinity. I was, I, was, I, was, I was waiting for that phrase and it's come. Ayo. Um, over here in the UK, yeah, it rains like regularly, right? But yeah. the rain is not like how it is in tropical regions. It's not heavy. It's just like mild rain, because I'm rain, but it lasts for longer, right? Now, guess what? Mm. When I first got here for like the first one year, I noticed that when it's raining, guys don't, guys don't use umbrellas. I didn't think too much of it, right? So you just put up your hood and you keep going. And then one day, I got an umbrella, right, from someone. Mm-hmm. This was like two years ago. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I need to, I need to go to supermarket. Mm-hmm. And I need an umbrella. And then the guy was like, why do you want an umbrella? It makes you look like, it makes you look like a sissy. And then I thought, <laughs> it's raining, bro. <laughs> like, it's raining, bro. Like, <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? Right, and since that day, yeah, since that yeah. day that happened, every time I went out and it was raining, you would rarely see a guy with an umbrella, right? Mm. Mm. Now the thing is, it sounds it sounds very trivial, but yeah. it's that same thing you said that people yeah. think about that me holding an umbrella, bro, bro, <laughs> bro. <laughs> it's not okay. a guy, thing. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know where it came from. I don't know. I'm just I'm just another guy on earth like you are, mm. but it exists. Yeah, right. Yeah. It does exist, and it's messed up. Do you think women really care about masculinity? Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred percent. Explain. Hundred percent. I mean, like the same way we are measured, the same way we measure ourselves on 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 the illogical, um, objective metrics of 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 being overly wealthy, of of being overly strong or being overly violent all those things it's, mm. it's the same way women measure those things or not subconsciously mm. subconsciously right and it and that's and the same way women want to say oh well we are more than our beauty we mm. are we agree to that but the same mm. way we look at women on that standard in some mm. cases mm. right and for mm. me yeah i've said you know what i can't fight that that is just biology mm. Mm. right mm. biology because a yeah. man wants a woman who can give him good babies, and a woman wants a man who can provide. 
right? Provision hmm. is not only material things. Provision yeah. can just be a, a, a an emotional bra- um, blanket. Yeah. You yeah. know, just like that. So it is, I think, I, I think that's biology. I, I don't think that's cultural. I, I don't think that's for the time. The, the types of provisions might change over times. The types yeah. of um, things we might want about time. But the fundamental part is provision from a guy is attractive to a woman and beauty from a woman is attractive to a guy. Hold on. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you've, you've said it all, to be honest. Um, I think, I think what, what, what I'll phrase that it has is that women don't only care about masculinity, but they do care. Like they they do yeah, care yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, it might not be yeah. the only thing, but it, it is one of the variables that they consider yeah. to be honest. Yeah. And if we're wrong, there there are women watching this live. Like if we're wrong, please like let us know. But I think from my perspective and from Wally's perspective, it, it, it is one of those things. Like, you know, down to things like beards. Like I don't have facial hair, right? And it's I guess it's considered one of the things as being manly, you understand. And you know, although sometimes it comes up as a joke, but people do bring it up. Like, why do you still look yeah. like a child? All of these things, and I'm like, these are like subtle hints of, you know, I guess what you say isn't real. That is real, you know, in terms of you not you not valuing or valuing masculinity in that sense. From what I read, yeah, the yeah. toxic masculinity as a term did not come from women or or equal yeah. rights movement. It came from men actually, right? Yeah, it came from from a men's movement in like like the eighties about about being a man who is secure in his own manliness and drops those toxic sides of masculinity. Yeah. So mm. that phrase itself coined was coined by men and movements, mm. right? Mm. So let's get that straight. Yeah. So but obviously yeah. with, with with every philosophy, right? Like feminism, like every philosophy, there will, yeah. there will always be times where those philosophies will go become tribes, become groups, become institutions. Mm. Right? Mm. And for me, yeah, and I think that leads to the point where you asked, um, can, can the certification of masculinity become be something about gender equality? Anyway, before we get to that, um, yeah. toxic, toxic, toxic masculinity, yeah, it is a thing. Um, yeah. But I think, I think there's many um, schools of thoughts on what exactly defines that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what do you think? I, yeah, I think you're right. You know, I, I also read about the history where... You know, the 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 whole thing about masculinity and toxic masculinity was kind of like what we call the personal development movement. You know, mm. around around men and them like choosing to amplify certain traits as what makes a man a true man. Um, you understand? But sorry, I think you know, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm that, someone, someone, someone asked a question now about yeah. Do I think? Do you think they're essentially toxic sides to masculinity? Um, whew. if 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 by yeah. Italy you mean like inherently like you're born with it no yeah Mm. toxic Mm -hmm. masculinity Mm -hmm. is not inherent even though some tribalist groups i won't i won't give them a name push that as as an agenda Mm. it is completely false Mm. Mm. because as 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 a researcher in that that's read about social theories it just you know that everyone is a product of social, cultural, political, societal norms in one way or the other, mm. right? Mm. And everything becomes toxic when the measurement of what you're valuing your standards on is outside your control. Mm. And, then, and then that leads to you having frustrations or violence, 
but mm. inherently it's not possible. Yeah. That is what yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 So, so for me, um, Miro, I think what I'll say to that, that, that is that like, just like, just like a gun, like, you know, guns don't kill people, people kill people. Right. And mm. so you can take, you can take certain certain things that are pure and good in their own form and, you know, take them to the extreme and use them to cause issues, right? And so when it comes to masculinity and the toxic sides of it, um, I think common masculine ideals are like respect, physical strength, mm. you know, sexual potency and things like that. But like Wally said, they become problematic when you set unattainable standards for them right when you use them to measure things that should not technically be measured when you use them to define things that they don't have the power to define you understand so i think um you know men men feel like oh i'm in control of how aggressive i am and so that means i'm in control of my masculinity and so by me enforcing aggression and me you know coming out as this tough guy that would flare up and throw muscles that makes me more of a man Mm. but the truth about it is that like there's so many ways to achieve that same level of dominance that violence is not necessarily the answer. But because you feel like violence is within your control, right, and it's kind of like the low-hanging fruit, you try to enforce that over and over again, right? So I think ideally, masculinity yeah. in itself, there's nothing inherently wrong with it, like Wale has said. But when you take it to the extremes, when you use it to try to assert certain things that shouldn't be asserted by those values, that's when it becomes toxic. Right. Think about it like, you know, uh, oil itself is not toxic, but when it's found in water, when it's found in certain places, that's when it's toxic. Right. And so masculinity has its areas of expression. But when you then take it outside of those areas and try to impose it on other things, that's when it's toxic. That's what I believe. Um, But my my next question is, you know, uh, I think social media said is detoxification of masculinity. So if we can eradicate toxic masculinity or minimize it, the gender equality. Yeah. Oh, well, this PhD question. This PhD question. Um, <laughs> uh, I think so, in a way. Why, why I think so is because to solve the issue of uh, inequality, I think it's about giving everybody, you know, the right to be who they are, regardless of the gender that they are, like they are, right? Because the thing about it is that, and, and the example I'll give is, if I'm going to do, if we're going to do the same level of work, I shouldn't get paid more because I'm a certain gender. Like there's no, there's no meritocracy with that. So, Mm. yeah. So when, if you take away that, like, I think when it comes to toxic masculinity, when we take away the aspects of it's being toxic, because there are certain things, the way the world is designed that technically only men can, can supply, like are designed to supply. You understand? Like, yes, science can come and, you know, make ways around it, but, Mm like the way nature has been like let, let's take a look away from men and look at animals in that sense like there's just roles that have been defined in that way the issue comes when issues that have nothing to do with roles you now superimpose roles on top on, on top of them and start to use divide certain things along gender lines when ideally it's more about ability than you know a uh, you know your 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 chromosome the extra chromosome that you have um so I'd say, yes, largely, if you remove the toxicity that comes with masculinity, it will help with some form of equality in the sense that everybody now gets the right to be who they really are and fill in the gap that they've been designed to fill, right? And so when it now comes to issues that don't have to do with gender, like meritocracy should be meritocracy, like 
let me get paid for the work that I'm doing. Let me get this thing because I put my ability in, not because I'm a man, not because I'm a woman. Always be measured by those things. I think once you delineate those two things, um, reducing toxic masculinity definitely would help with gender equality. So there you have it, a review of the third episode of 20s Convos. If you enjoyed this, please hit the like button or leave a rating or share it with a friend. Um, you can also subscribe so you can get notified when new episodes come up. Until next time, take care and stay safe.